Hey, welcome to Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 52 of 911 Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, EJ, and with me today are my lovely co-hosts, Katie. Hi guys. And Grace. Hey everyone. Today we're going to be talking about season three, episode five of 911 Lone Star, titled Child Care. Yeah, so... We have stuff to talk about, but I don't know if it'll be as long as last episode. (laughs) Which is probably a good thing. Anything's going to be as long as last episode for a while. (laughs) Right. Okay. Yeah. So in episode, you know, it starts with um, Mateo comes into the kitchen and finds a random girl in the kitchen drinking the orange juice out of the carton, standing in the fridge. It's hilarious. It's it's okay. It's both hilarious and disgusting. Like, it is. Like, it is very okay, disgusting. He, the way he even alerts her to his presence is going gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. And then she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I live I here. Live here. <laughs> like uh yeah yeah unfortunately yeah um, um he's feeling it's unfortunate at that time <laughs> i love how he, she's like well i'm jenny with an i and he's like i'm mateo with an o <laughs> yes <laughs> hilarious As a oh my gosh spelled any differently right yeah it's literally mateo yeah, yeah. um and then Owen's like, he comes in just hashtag random. And he's like, what's all the screaming for? Uh, yeah, because she screamed when, <laughs> when Mateo. Mateo walked in. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, okay, oops. Also, I love yes. how he did run in there. He just casually strolls in like, who the fuck decided to scream and disturb my beauty nap? Yeah. I mean, right? Man, I, yeah. Owen. Uh-huh. I, I just love the fact that like someone screamed and he just comes up like what happened? yeah like what's screaming for yeah it's like yeah um and then it's it's weird because like she doesn't stick around long her her ride share whatever gets there and so she kisses owen like and it's like not just a you know peck on the cheek it's like a full-on kiss and, it's like, a sensual kiss yeah i'm sorry but like he it could was, be her father yeah it was very disgusting it was weird and I, and I don't have anything against people who have a large age gap in relationships, but when not for that, what Owen was doing. <laughs> when it's yeah. like, you do you, but like when it's that large, you can't like, yeah. you can't like expect people not to like, look at you like, what the heck? What the hell? When, when it becomes like a 20 year age difference and they could realistically be your parent. Like, you know, you do you again, but to me, that just is a little it's weird it's a bit much right. yeah that's um, it. yeah it, it's just a little bit much and especially for some people i wouldn't say this for owen but like for some people when they do this whole one night stand thing and it's with people a lot younger it just gets creepy yeah yeah it's not creepy with owen just because i don't think owen could be creepy <laughs> um yeah. if he tried like he's just generally not that sort yeah. but theoretically speaking sometimes it can be and so yeah i mean honestly and I know at first like it was thought that she's like younger than TK but I was looking at her during the episode uh like just a little bit when she came in I'm like she looks heavily made up like she's trying to look younger I would actually put her as being in her 30s I wouldn't say in her early 30s, 30s but I would say maybe like late 20s early 30s I don't know is she 
she also just had like i don't know i was just i just got very weird feelings with this whole yeah. scene like yeah oh, it's an awkward of her, scene. like oh yeah it is an awkward scene but i'm like after she leaves i like like how mateo kind of called owen out and we get another reference of the whole the walls aren't that thin yeah like uh <laughs> the walls the, are thin i was like oh yes the walls are very thin around here and it's like yeah like you know tj's probably like and i'm glad carlos and i got back together after mateo tells <laughs> this story oh and mateo is probably very glad they're back together too and not where he can hear them hey that that's you <laughs> Um, yeah, and because I'm pretty sure they were probably having more sex than Owen. I mean, well, that, yeah. I but mean, on the other hand, like this scene was good too because I'm like, go Mateo for calling Owen out on his stuff because you know it's bad when the baby of the team has to call people out. Yeah, oh, yeah. But like, go Mateo. Like he says, like you know the firehouse is calling you one night strand, and how would they know that? <laughs> He's like, well, you know I can't keep secrets or I bloat, uh, <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> okay that's a little bit relatable just a um, yeah i mean i that it's if you're gonna have any nickname i guess it's not a terrible one i mean i guess it's not ideal but i th- i think it's really funny it's actually rather clever i like it yeah. yeah to be honest i'm not sure i'm thrilled they decided to go with the storyline but i'm also not fused about it i'm just kind of like okay are we going to see much more of this whole one night strand thing are we going to see him eventually decide uh like mateo's kind of continue should he should take a big break from dating or is he going to finally meet someone who is marpa sally i don't know yeah but um i mean i i I, this is my sound crazy but i would rather see owen hooking up with a different girl every episode for a while than dealing with the drama that we had in the beginning of season two with him and Gwen. Okay. Oh, please. I would take that a million times over having a repeat of the first. first Yeah, I mean, I feel like we all would because like if 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 that was like an option, but like honestly, I don't like somebody had told me this. So like I don't really care to see any of Owen's entanglements anymore. And I'm like (laughs) the way they were that I was like, yes. And I was like, yeah, I really don't care to see him date. I really don't care about that yeah. kind of thing but mm-hmm. but we know they're gonna give it to us anyways even if we don't yeah. want it so we just kind of have to deal with it and the, the thing about one night strands all that kind of thing they leave and yeah. they don't come back <laughs> exactly. yeah. we hope not that- well, <laughs> well, um, well well we better not uh, see jenny with an eye again just saying, yeah. Just saying, yeah. I, don't I think know. it's TK going to be giving his dad a talk. Right. <laughs> Sitting his dad down. So is this going to be another intervention? Um, Which, so I, I liked how Mateo even called out Owen at the end there. And he's talking about like how Owen had emotional pain. And, you know, because Gwen was just here, you know, visiting with the baby that Owen thought was his and then turned out wasn't his. And to be honest, I literally changed most of the conversation now just because I'm like secondhand embarrassment is heavy here. Um, and I don't do well with secondhand embarrassment. Okay. But I'm just like, yeah, whatever Mateo was saying, I agree. Yeah. I yeah like uh i mean you know like these kind of things are oh and are very typical so i'm not even like so want an ounce bit surprised but yeah uh, it doesn't really surprise it. me but i i'm just kind of like i just hope they don't make it into like a consistent thing yeah oh yeah that's like, like i'm already over it or like, will I'm they finally like... shove him into therapy 
that's what he needs. needs therapy. He needs he therapy. Need, he Everyone needs... needs therapy, but he really needs therapy. <laughs> that's like an advertisement for therapy. Oh, he really needs therapy. I mean, everyone needs it, but he especially needs it. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Um, so after this scene, You're welcome. we're at the 126 and TK and Marjan or not TK and Marjan, TK and Nancy are stalking the ambulance and this young teenager comes up um, asking for Mr. Judson Ryder. Oh my God. And he calls Nancy ma'am and TK sir, which is and a just little like, random, but for I just like they're about kid. like 10 years older than this kid. Um, so like so, that's funny. Yeah. So this kid is, you know, young kids asking for Judd. TK Polite as all heck. I love him. You know, TK's like, he's the big guy over there reading the paper. <laughs> Initially, some little vibe of what the hell's going on. Yeah, like <laughs> starting to like build up. Yeah, it's Sorry. like this awkward, polite teen. So you're just like, okay, like where is this going? And this is my whole thought right. this whole time is when the kid walks in. I'm like, okay, what? Where is this gonna go? The yeah. moment he saw Judd and Judd's not saying seeing any recognition, I knew immediately what was happening. Yeah. And I was right. Just say I yeah. so he Oh, I know what's happening. He takes the guidance of Nancy and TK and heads into you know find Judd uh Judd in glasses Judd in glasses yes uh Judd's reading the newspaper and like doesn't even look up while Marjan and Paul are working in the kitchen and like he's like the kid introduces himself and like tries to ask him something and then like Judd's like oh are you so-and-so's brother and I can't I kind of missed how he said it but he was trying to like figure out how he knew the kid like you know why else would the kid be there right asking specifically for him yeah and then it's like uh can we talk in private and Judd kind of looks at them and kind of exchange I noticed he kind of exchanged glances with Marjan and Paul and you could see Paul and Marjan looking at each other like what the heck's going on and they're also and like then, private but not too private we're gonna be staying around right. listening because <laughs> right. we know they're nosy <laughs> okay right. uh, so Judd and Judd yeah. and this kid walk walk a few feet away and he's like okay well he's like what's going on and um the kid's like I, I think you might be my dad <laughs> and it's like okay okay like, what uh, i'm just what? like seriously I but also i was right yeah, yeah as soon as i, I mean, saw the kid i had that feeling i was like okay was, this is how they're going yeah like there's literally uh, no other reason also like in retrospect the fact that he used the full name was also a little bit of a tip off because anyone who knew judd would not have been calling him by his first name or by like, no no not, for, not by first name his full name like Judson yeah like his legal full name yeah, yeah. his legal yeah. full name like uh but like so he he like so, so I would like he thinks he's he he's his dad and I'm just thinking I'm like what the fuck Lone Star what right. the actual fuck like, like he became a dad last episode what exactly. exactly this is my entire thing the timing only part of me actually gives a shit about the storyline itself like I'll be interested to see what happens I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'm completely sold on it but I'm, I'm interested to see where they're going with it but like seriously they couldn't have done this at any other time yeah it just makes no sense and it honestly i feel like if this is like the truth um it kind of discredits it a little bit just because it's like why now like he just became a father like in the last episode and stuff and then like of course not perfect timing 
uh grace walks in with charlie right right so here she's coming in oh, it's I, interesting to watch like wyatt's reaction of like oh there is his wife me. and uh kid uh this is awkward well, yeah, yeah, kind of like it. oh well maybe i can come and talk to you some other time like he's trying to like avoid talking in front of you know so i'm glad that judd didn't you know agree to that and like he's like no i don't hide anything from my wife and like that's good yeah so i'm glad grace is getting it uh though i did feel bad for her she was definitely shocked when judd said this boy seems to think that he's i'm his daddy (laughs) it was like oh my god the way he said it was just kind of like he's on he's delusional yeah like because we're all thinking which at this point well i wasn't like he's delusional i'm like okay what makes this kid think that though like um how did he come across this especially when he's never met judd i'm like right so there's judd obviously doesn't recognize him doesn't know anything about him doesn't recognize the name and so judd's like well how on earth did you even come to that conclusion and he's like well i did a dna test and it came up on a ancestry website like ancestor.com or whatever and he's like judd's like how's that possible because my name's like i've never given anybody my dna and and of course, Grace is like, uh, so about that, remember when we got married? Um, so they had done <laughs> DNA tests when they got married just to see what their lineage was. And so his apparently happened to be on the same one that this kid had used and they made which, the connection. Which, okay, this is actually funny because for my birthday, I'm getting an ancestry test. <laughs> and so um, like my birthday just passed, but like it's, I'm getting right. it soon. And uh, I'm just like, okay, this is funny timing actually. <laughs> yeah yeah that is funny i mean and i've done mine too like within the last couple of years and stuff but i don't know just something about this whole like situation kind of yeah. just seems a little suspicious to me like i don't care dna or not like i don't yeah. care like i i'm very very suspicious about this whole scenario like i don't know but I love when Grace first walks in and then you can hear like TK be like, hi, Grace. And then Paul and Marjan going over to Charlie like, oh, yeah, that was baby. cute. I mean, like, of course, everybody's got baby fever right now. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then like, I've got Judd- baby fever right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and Judd's kind of like, asked- so the sort of questions are asked, like, why, you know, what when and why it explains that in 2005 his mom was um, working or being a part of a, in San Antonio um, in a rodeo and stock show and Judd makes a comment that he doesn't remember that time and, and there's kinda, a photo too yeah and so he shows a picture of of uh, mom of what she would have looked like back in 2005 and Judd kind of says he doesn't remember but kind of got I that immediately look of, was like, yeah, you know, you remember this. He, he had a deer in the headlights look of, oh, shit. I didn't yeah, know that yeah. person. No, he didn't. Uh, right. <laughs> because and, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I'm glad they, uh, honestly, I'm glad they didn't blow it up later into like a, like, yes, they talk about it later, but they didn't blow it up into a big yeah. point of contention. That's what I was glad they didn't do. But yeah. like at the time, I was a little worried they were going to do that. Yeah. Needless to say, Grace is shocked. But being a sensible woman, she is, she doesn't flip out yet. (laughs) And they, you know, ask like, well, does your mother know you're here? And and Wyatt 
says, no, she doesn't know I'm here. I just came on my own. And so he's getting ready to leave when he's connecting the dots that Charlie is a recent addition to their family. They've been married. He feels and, so awkward. Yeah, I feel and, so and he's bad like, for him. He's like, I'm here. I'm not here. I'm not asking for money. Da, 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 da. He's like going on and on. And like, he's like, I'll just go. And then so Grace is the one that stops him and says, do you have a phone number that we could get in touch with you after we have a chance to talk about this? Um, so he does end up giving his number to Grace and then he leaves. I was glad that she stopped f- and did that. Judd, Judd tries to talk to Grace and she's like, we'll talk about this at home. Like she just leaves. Like she just oh, got yeah. there and she's leaving. And, I'm, and I'm like, she needs she's like, process. She needs yes. to process this. And also the firehouse is not the best place to have this conversation. Exactly. Um, and she also, honestly, need, she also needs like time to like breathe it out just because right. like that was a lot to be dropped in. Like she just walks in thinking she's going right. to see her husband mm-hmm. and like, you know, have some little family time like outside of the house. And then she's, it's like, oh, I have another child that you right. didn't know about and I didn't know about. And it's like, ah, what the right. I'm just and glad like- they did keep consistent one thing and make it so he didn't know about him. <laughs> because like, uh, right. I was just glad they didn't blow it up into any oh, he knew kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that would be stupid. Well, I mean, I yeah. don't like the storyline because I think it's just drama that's unnecessary. Like, there's that. I mean, yes. but obviously we know from the Judd and Grace Begins episode that we had last season, Saving Grace, you know, we don't, Judd was a different person after he met Grace. So yeah, we don't know what the Judd prior to meeting Grace really was, but we can have a pretty good idea, you know, that he was, you know, a typical young adult. Now Who also was still wrestling. He was also still wrestling with some stuff that happened in his childhood. So like, so yeah. Having a one night stand, might not you know be out of the norm for him so I can understand it but I just feel like this is a storyline that could have either come up earlier or waited a few episodes to bring up and not like the day for us it's like a week after he becomes a father what he thinks is for the first time yeah also like I don't know it's just a very odd storyline to bring up at all and just the fact that it happened here but I also feel like it was a plot to like give even more backstory to him and show like the early early 20s i'd say and stuff and like i don't know like i'm just feeling very weird about it so yeah. it's just like so oh. i think if i remember correctly he was 12 in 2095 so he would have been 22 yes yeah so and okay a lot know. of people have one night stands that's literally that's not something or- uncommon and I, and, you know, we'll talk more about this side too later, but, you know, Grace is really struggling with this because she's not only processing the shock of finding this out, she's got to figure out how she feels about it. Right. Because up until now, she's assumed her husband has no other children. Judd assumes he has no other children except Charlie. So how are they going to deal with this? Especially yeah. because we don't know any reason why this kid's showing up other than he found his dad's information on a registry and knows that he's a firefighter in Texas it is not it's not a bad thing for the kid want to know his dad like he and he seems like a really sweet kid I'm like I actually Mm -hmm. really like him as a kid but at the same time it's like um please tell me there's a method to this madness yeah I really hope so or like 
it's kind of just like I thought about the other day after watching this episode a couple times. And I was like, I'm I hate to be like this, but I it's kind of giving me last season vibes with like yeah. Owen and Gwen that storyline. And I'm like, is oh, the kid actually yeah. gonna end up being his? Because right. honestly, the whole situation is very suspicious, and I'm not sold on it. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, yeah, and so um, before we yeah. can really process this, then we're going into kind of the one of the storylines that's going on in this episode, which was this family of this little girl's going to bed and her mom's tucking her in and the girl's like, but what if Mr. Whispers wakes me up? And so then we come to find out that there's this, you know, somebody's talking to her through like the nanny cam or something. Oh my God. That, and, and like, of course her name has to be Katie. And I'm yes. like, okay, oh my the whole episode, I'm like, okay, this is haunting me. And I'm like, okay, Grace. I On a scale it. of one to 10, how many, um, how creeped out do you feel right now? <laughs> uh, okay. I like literally, I had to just like watch a few seconds of like some of those scenes because like just hearing my name used in such a creepy tone like when your name's used yeah. at least it's not used in a creepy name but you hear your name all I the time I hear it all the time but, but I don't hear it used like that so that's so not. I was very like I'm still creeped out like I was honestly getting chills just like oh my god like I can't watch these scenes like right. more than once yeah um yeah and so this little girl is woken up an hour or a little while later by the person on the nanny cam and they say they left her a present behind her curtain. So she goes and picks up the present. And when she comes back to the nanny cam, she's got matches and lighter fluid in her hand. And I'm just like, um, nope, 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 nope. Nope. And like, we obviously uh, know where this is going. Um, uh, and yes, so next scene is the 126 response to house fire. And they go in and get the parents out. They find the parents. And the, when they finally get one of them awake, they're like, where's, you know, where's our daughter? And they're like, they're hunting all over the house for this little girl. And she's nowhere in her room, nowhere near. Well, actually, um, yeah. Well, the dad had woken up. And so he says, Katie. And so they assume that he's talking about his wife and they're like, your wife's right here. And he's like, no, my six-year-old daughter, Katie. And right. so they have to go in and look for her. Yeah. And, you know, of course they check the girl's room they check all those these things and she's not being found the house is getting more unstable judd's refusing to leave so owen is like ordering paul to like drag judd out if all because he's because he says like charlie's not going to lose her daddy um tonight and yeah i love that owen did that like oh my god he yeah, said that, that was, that was so the good. best yeah. like yeah. we love um, that and so everybody was obviously upset because you know when they finally get out the house is kind of in shambles and everybody's kind of upset because they think that this little girl is still in there and she's died um, yeah but the next day we see the you know the next scene is the next day they're all sitting around on the couches and owen comes in and says that he talked with arson and there's no sign of remains of a little girl so she was not there and that apd is treating it as an abduction case yeah, yeah or kidnapping yeah like a kidnapping because like at first they're like oh so she got out like on her own right and, and then, then marshall's like, like wait where is she then? Right. yeah because if she'd have gotten out on their own she would have been at a neighbor's house or she would have been in the yard they would have found it so it's obvious yeah. that they're thinking something's going on um so insert you know mr uh our officer carlos reyes officer. coming into the scene um and he and some of the other apd officers are canvassing the neighborhood for information um and he stops by one of the neighbor's houses asking if they've seen anything and fortunately the guy hadn't but as he's getting ready to walk 
away, he notices that he has a ring camera on his front door. Um, Mm -hmm. So he's able to get some of the security footage from that house and some of the others and sees the little girl running away from the house, but it looks like she's running towards something. So he goes to the detective in charge, which happens to be the same detective from season one, Serena Washington, who was the one that was dealing with Michelle's sister's case. Um, So they're very well acquainted by now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I'm surprised, like, she definitely was like, okay, well, thank you for the information. You can go now kind of thing, because that's, she's the detective. It's her job to, like, investigate these cases. But Carlos has a hunch that she knows the abductor, and, like, the woman's like, yeah, she's not really, like, the detective's not really sold on it. Yeah, no, she, she honestly, like, for most of his, like, hunches, she's not really sold on it. She's just like, yeah, okay, like, which I get, like the people probably come to her all the time giving her these crazy theories mm-hmm. and most of the time they're probably not actually true and like so she's probably just like so used to like it and so she's like yeah and also like she needs more to go off of than that so yeah and also like you know if you're in a profession like this it can be hard to take you know what someone says seriously when they're not trained specially like you are right and there's so. always the um, extra training that detectives have sometimes. And detectives sometimes don't want to hear just what an officer has to say because they don't want to admit that they didn't come up with it. And there's, you know. Which I didn't get that vibe here. She lets no. me speak. Oh, she yeah. She's kind of like, okay, tell me what you have to say. Okay, now I'm going to continue my investigation. Thank you. Bye. Right, right. She's like, I appreciate your information. And I love, like, I get it. Like, she, and she's even, she's like, yeah, just leave your, you know, your report, your notes and i'll see you later and he he leaves some of them but not all of them well he brings <laughs> his laptop he's not gonna leave yeah. his laptop right there, like but he, but he al- already had his preliminary notes so like yeah yeah, yeah he's got plenty to work off of oh yeah and you know he probably has backup notes on the laptop like oh yeah oh, carlos, yeah. carlos is well prepared <laughs> we know this oh um, yeah uh, so before we get more onto this um scene or storyline we get back to judd he's just returning home from work and grace is like stress cleaning like big time well i think it's well, honestly yeah. it's not even that i think it's mad cleaning because i think she's mad i don't even think she's stressed i think she's mad yeah. and she's just i so think she crushing. had to have something to do honestly yeah. i think she just had to do something and not go crazy well right. yeah because like she's she's not mad at him she's not mad at the kids she's just mad in the situation which anybody right. would be and so like you yeah. can't just sit there and be angry you have to do something and she's doing something yeah, yeah. very thoroughly right yeah so, so he first asks about charlie being down and she's like well she's already down he's like oh, okay there's kind of a discussion and judd admits that you know there's not a it's not a zero chance that he's the dad but there's you know and, and grace is understandably upset and mad you know um because they had discussions about wanting to become a you know have a family and you know she had always wanted to have kids with him and when she met him she he didn't have kids as far as she knew so yeah well she, yeah like she, and he didn't know either <laughs> yeah like right that's fair yeah like she she was mad she always wanted to have kids with him and she right. always, like she always wanted to have kids in general and mm-hmm. it's just like oh my god like i feel so bad yeah like oh grace and i and i, I feel like, like i feel like in a way this um i guess they have their baby especially because it's their baby but in a way a little bit of the excitement of it being their first almost goes yeah. just because it's like 
oh wait one for one of us it may not be the first right. even if he did not know beforehand well and i think if if judd had known that he had a child when they met and grace knew about it i think she would have been fine with it because oh, yeah. so many people have think... like stepchildren half children you know so it's like it just it's all coming from a shock and trying to process and she's mad at the situation and how they you know just had charlie and all this is coming up i just i feel bad just for in general men who do have you know make the choice to sleep with someone and maybe only have a one night stand with them that it can go five to ten to twenty thirty years down the road and you're getting a phone call that you have a kid that you didn't know about yeah and it's it's always it's always unfortunately it's mostly the men who have that happen to them because obviously the woman is going to have the baby so she's going to know at least that she's pregnant and she's going to be the one with the kid okay okay funny funny thing just to like up nude i saw the stupidest thing like and like somebody was compiling like stupid things people have said and someone was like um okay but why do women need paternity tests and you just look and you're like because she gave birth to the kid yeah really um, <laughs> like I mean, you know it's her kid I mean if if a kid disappears then that's a different situation but that was like okay. a um, oh the the dad has to test to see if the kids is his like say the wife cheated or something right. but um like the woman just doesn't have to test why is that uh, right. because she knows it's her kid <laughs> anyway right. i'm sorry that just came to mind i had to like him yeah so we go from grace and judd and even grace when charlie got up she she she's you know tells judd she can't even look at him right now and oh, yeah. poor Judd is like, that. you know, Judd's like, oh, Gracie, don't say that. Because he's yeah. struggling too. And he's like trying to go to his wife for comfort and she can't even stand to look at him. <laughs> so he's struggling. Yeah. Right? And I think he needs reassurance that like this isn't splitting up his family. Like this isn't right. causing yeah. damage. Right. So. And before we get any more resolution with this, then we're going back to the firehouse. And was it, was it at the firehouse? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like in yeah. Owen's office, I think. Yeah, like, Owen's yeah. Owen and Owen and Mateo of all people are in Owen's office talking about the dating app that Owen's on. See, I think like Mateo is becoming Owen's like uh, a second son he never got. <laughs> in a way, I guess so. Because he's Which, like, like I, I see that, and I'm I, I don't yeah. care about that. Like I'm fine with that. No. But at the same time, it's like he's going to him for advice about dating. <laughs> that sounds that sounds about right though like that Mateo's yeah. like honestly I sort of figured that if anyone would know about dating apps it would be Owen another oh, way it's sort yeah. of cracks yeah so and then like Owen's talking about the app the person that he met on there and, and you know Mateo's like well what app did you meet him on he shares the name of it he's like that's a garbage app and you know they're talking about tinder <laughs> Oh, probably. Because <laughs> probably. Like, cause like, I thought they. Oh, they must have just changed the name or something. Like, yeah, they, they changed. Yeah, they changed the name and stuff. Just obviously like, copyright and crap like that. But like, yeah, yeah it's just funny because like it's like okay, you know what they're talking about. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. And then Mateo's like, well, you should be on Ascent, which is like this one that the only way you can get on there is being invited by somebody who is famous is a celebrity has a lot of followers or is that and so well owen's like so mateo's like well do you know any famous friends and he's like well how many followers do they need and 
Marshawn. Okay, I completely forgot about Marshawn until oh, yeah. like, oh, I you did. guys as soon as, as soon as they sh- I heard Owen say that, I'm like, Firefox. Next thing you know, Mateo and Owen are having a hosting dinner at their house for Marjan and made this whole Lebanese food spread for Marjan. (laughs) I've never had Lebanese food once in my life, but it looks so good. And I'm like, it did. "Mm -hmm." It did look so good. Yeah. Now I want some. Right. Yes, I will take all of that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. It's so elaborate, though, because like, of all the food they have and like Owen's just beating around the bush for like <laughs> the reason why yeah. they're doing this and he's just like oh I just we up. never uh thanked the, the person who saved the 126 it's like yeah sure and Mars is just like uh what's the ask and Owen's like there's not an ask and o- Mateo's just like he needs to get on a scent or he wants to get a scent and it's just like Owen's like I was getting there no you aren't Marjan's like I can't she's like oh okay well she's like I can't have you going all one night straight because <laughs> <laughs> it's like does the famous person the person has to invite somebody onto the app so you can't just you know like so it messes with their reputation on the app as well so Marjan oh, yeah. doesn't want him to get him on there and then have him start you know night stranding it like tinder yeah yeah <laughs> treating it like just hookups um yeah that was an interesting uh <laughs> zine and and then she bargains yeah. uh, like he's like off of kitchen duty or something like that yeah like he's like you can have two two weeks of free no dishes and then she's like two weeks and he's like two months and then like they agree on like two months of her not having to do dishes (laughs) she's like deal i'm just like we love my friend oh yeah i love her and moving on to the next scene is our dear officer reyes (laughs) <laughs> bringing something to detective washington's desk and she's not there so he starts he, snooping he starts snooping <laughs> and it's funny because when we're watching this grace is like please tell me he doesn't get caught and i'm just laughing and it's like she's like oh he gets caught no yeah, yeah. pretty much like yeah. of course he does i'm just like honey you do know this is an open cubicle at anywhere. Come on, come on. Right. Right. Come on, Carlos. I was kind of like, what I you was... need to do is simply act like you're supposed to be there, take some files, and go. Right. You know, that's what Athena would have done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. 100%. She's done it before. Then she would have just glared everyone into submission. I know. Like, just I like, mm, don't look yeah she she does it so well carlos is learning though so you can't really fault him there he's still he's still like baby yeah Yeah, um yeah so she she doesn't kick him out but she does like listen to what he has to say about canvassing and things like he's talked like ideas he's had um well no 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 we we have to talk about the funny part of like him trying to say that he was trying to work like organize oh yeah because they were a mess she's like oh those aren't a mess she's like that's my organization it wasn't even and okay, mess. but the funny thing is, I can imagine that um, to him, yes, that was a mess. Like, I sort of see him being a little bit of a neat freak. Oh, well, yeah, most control freaks are. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> and we did have last episode, we had that confirmed by his boyfriend. I love that fact about <laughs> yeah. Carlos. Like, I'm a Carlos. Yeah, I can somewhat relate, not to that extent, but like, oh yes i yeah that that's just a really great fact to know about him yeah. and like for to be brought up 
And the thing like, of it is, totally... totally fits Carlos. It does. Like the personality that we've been given this entire time is totally that. Like I love Carlos and Rafa is amazing, but he does. It and, does. Like, fit he's him. like the good. He's like the good brand of the control. I think. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Totally. They're they're a different kind, and he just he seems like the good brand. Oh yeah, yeah he plays it well. <clears throat> he's the poster child for control freaks. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's true though oh my god it would look amazing on a poster of course oh, yeah. Yeah, i'd put it up in my house <laughs> <laughs> i think we all would let's be honest um who wouldn't only if ronan was with him <laughs> <laughs> oh now that um, would just be double oh yeah um yeah so he has a theory that the little girl that's been abducted knows the person who took her and the detective doesn't 100% disagree but she also doesn't fully agree so like it kind of leaves them in the spot of like they go talk to the parents try to get information on the parents you know find out if they've recently had anybody in the house well no they wanted to know because here's the thing they find she okay we're missing a few key details here um detective washington says she does and she doesn't agree and then she brings up the cloud feed from the nanny cam in the bedroom which captured the voice of the abductor coming through the nanny cam um who had been playing as uh katie's invisible friend for months and then they're talking about they asked does anyone have access to your wi-fi passwords and that's when they're like oh well we have the kitchen remodeled the whole crew had it and then the yeah. mom's like we had it written on the router we had parties we had guests like yeah. anyone could have seen yeah that. so they, yeah so they quickly realize through the investigation and through the discussion that anybody in the last like year could have had access to their wi-fi to basically hack their nanny cam which is what happened okay, is yeah. the abductor had hacked the nanny cam and started befriending this little kid and even carlos says later grooming her to you know follow her and it's the the voice sounds like it's a male and you know mr whispers yeah well also like it's like he he said so much that you're just like okay like Mm -hmm. probably Oh, man. The voice sounded weird, though. Yeah. So you could feel, yeah. you could tell it <clears throat> through some sort of like modulator. But to me, mm-hmm. at first, I didn't suspect anything was different. I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. they're disguising their voice somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I kind of figures that because that always yeah. happens and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and stuff. And there, and it's you know, it makes sense that the person is going to disguise their voice because if the kid knows them he'll they'll recognize the voice if they use their actual voice so they got to distort it somehow and also like if it is if the theory of it being a known person is Mm -hmm. true they're gonna tell the parents oh i heard so-and-so on the nanny cam or right on the camera last night or i don't even think like even at six i don't know if like kids really even realize that their parents are basically watching them i mean i get like why people have nanny cams yeah but still Mm -hmm. to be honest i'm not sure i understand why they have them that old like i very much i don't understand it as much because like i I could see it for toddlers and babies yeah because like you want to like especially like you want to know when they get up but like even at that extent like i don't know it's very creepy and i'm like yeah yeah when i have kids i don't know if i'll do that because this 
this whole yeah. scenario creeps me out way too much like the fact yeah. that anybody could hack into your right. name cam and just like oh i'm getting yeah. creeps um well yeah. i think it's if a child can't actively respond with words like yelling or screaming they need a nanny cam so like you said a toddler a baby but at, by the time the kid's able to get up and like move around on their own and get out of bed on their own and scream and yell and talk clearly you know so they can understand them I could maybe see a baby monitor like just a you know but do you really need the video I don't know yeah. in this in this situation it it worked to their benefit it worked fine but it also worked against them true that's important it, it did um, and before we get much Which that's more in- technology at its finest yeah. and, and that's the thing and that's the fear with any technology you know, cell phones like- there's always the rumors that everybody's listening and obviously when you you know siri knows what you're talking about five <laughs> minutes after you talk about something you can go on your phone and amazon's trying to sell you said item so <laughs> this is why eddie's Precisely. paranoid guys yeah this is why eddie's paranoid of hildy i agree with eddie <laughs> Um, if I do imitate Hildy, just care for everybody. This is also why Um, you should not be giving out your Wi-Fi password to strangers, right? Like that's also like I'm like, why do they need Wi-Fi? They're working at your house, exactly. Like I guess if they had to hook up to like um access some of their stuff that was online, so like playing services or something, but still, I no, this doesn't Uh, make uh. as much sense. If if it was like the boss needing it to connect his tablet to get plans or something i could understand it but the worker bees there's no need for them to have wi-fi they have their own data and their own connections there's no need for them to be on a house wi-fi exactly yeah so and honestly if you give it out change it like if you gave it out to that kind of change the password and i think there's a way I think there's a way on a modem to like have a guest account. So like you can create like a guest where you just give them the guest version and then, yeah, you can change it. And so that way they're not yeah. accessing the actual home Wi-Fi. but still, you know, that it's, it's very slippery slope that you have to be careful with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, you know, before we get much more with this, we go into Tommy Judd's taking Charlie over to Tommy's to hang out with her and talk with Tommy. Um, and the twins are hanging out with Charlie and so Tommy asks kind of what's going on and he's been thinking a lot about kids growing up without daddies. Um, obviously with, you know, Charles having passed away last season. Um, yeah. Tommy well, knows a little bit about that now. Yeah. Yes. And Tommy's like, and somehow they do. Yeah. Um, and so obviously yeah, she, like somehow they turn out just fine. Right. Right. And, and, you know, obviously she's knows ways there to talk to her, to get some advice. And she asks if he's going to get a test, a paternity test to prove it. And right. Well, she's just like, get to the point. Like she's like, okay, yeah, let's get, let's to, get the to the point. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, because Tommy's also talked to Grace and uh, uh, up until then, Tommy thinks that Judd has no recollection, recollection of this person, but Judd does. Yeah. And he does I- explain and a little bit more about that how he and his brothers sam and nate so we get references to actual brothers yay finally yeah, two hey, out of three out of at least two of them yeah mm-hmm. um so we get sam and nate are two of his brothers they'd been out um and turns out that this gal she'd won one of the competitions at the rodeo barrel racing i think and she came in, she was celebrating. I think they started dancing next thing you know, obviously. We know what happened. 
possibly you know dot 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 uh. they they slept together and that was it one night thing and you know chad admits that he doesn't want to hurt grace but mm-hmm. you know he wants to be a good guy for this kid too you know if it turns out to be his kid which i can understand and yeah. we know judd he's a good guy he's a little rough around the edges but he's gonna do right by him right um I like yeah. how Tommy's like, you're going to get a paternity test. And Judge's just like, no, the kid's mine. And then it's like, no, you better. You don't yeah. know that. I don't care exactly. what the website sure. says. Yeah. It's you a website. That. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They can you know, And it's obvious that the woman, the mother of this kid, never shared anything about the dad. More than likely because they didn't exchange information. <laughs> But yeah, oftentimes the moms don't want their kids to search him out, which is why he did it in secret. He's like, my mom doesn't even know. Um, so he didn't want them to get in touch with her. He didn't want her to know that he was even there. Um, which tells me that she's probably either had enough money to raise him without having, you know, an ex all the you know child support. Because honestly, if if it turns out to be Judd could you know have to pay child support for all that all those years um if she wants to fight it but it didn't sound like she wanted to and then the kid wasn't coming for money either well he could also yeah. like in a sense he could also come after her for not telling about him yeah about him for like 17 ish 16 17 right. years and so Jen could prove it, it. Be in, yeah and it wouldn't be in her best interest to come after him for child support for that right. reason yeah because you know it he had no idea he had a child so he could totally prove with everybody that he's knows and has known for years that there has never been any mention of a child and she's never been come around to even tell him so if Judd wanted to he could sign rights away but that's again that's all sorts of you know future because we don't even know 100% if this is for sure his kid but hopefully he's smart enough to get a damn quaternity test and not let it just like guess oh my gosh uh, Judd, come to. on like just settle this once and for all okay so then we get to this scene which is amazing it's it is a little creepy because carlos is watching the video of the nanny cam like all of the videos on the nanny cam but like he's once obsessive. worth <laughs> he's being obsessive but he's yeah. so hot doing it he's sitting on the couch he's got glasses on he looks gorgeous I love guys in glasses. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like glasses isn't necessarily my thing, but him in him in anything. Chosen glasses also looks good, so there's that. Um <sighs> like yes. He is looking fine. Also, right. like he, you can tell he's so creeped out by everything. Yeah. And then T King comes in and startles him. Right. And they've got <laughs> this like, like eerie eerie music going on and he like jumps a foot when tk comes and rests his hand on his shoulder and gets his attention because it's 3 a.m and he hasn't come to bed yet <laughs> i think i think honestly i think what happens which i feel like tk kind of put like some light to they were in bed but then carlos couldn't sleep because he was probably thinking of this whole scenario and mm-hmm. trying to figure it out so he probably went to the couch so he didn't wake tk up and was watching yeah. these yeah. videos and then tk is probably like, where the heck did he go right it's yeah, o'clock he's, in the morning, he said he said come back to bed yeah so obviously they'd gone to bed together at some yeah. point then carlos snuck down and then a while later um tk goes carlos it's 3 a.m <laughs> so right. that's why he came down to just be like it's 3 a.m go back to bed yeah, yeah. 
And like, so he's just like, Tihei knows like Carlos isn't going to my bed. So he's yeah. just like, scooch over. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I love that. Oh. He's like, so well, much. if he's not coming back to bed to be with me, I'm going to stay here with him. Plus, like, and then like, TK is just like, oh, so like, what are we thinking? And like, stuff. Yeah. And then like, like, what are we looking for? What are we, yeah, what are we looking for? Yeah, and Carlos calls this, calls it like, this is kind of terrifying. Yeah. And, and like, oh my god and like carlos watching it for like the rest of the night into the early morning tk falls asleep before oh, okay but of course. the morning glow that uh, golden yes. glow from the window yep <laughs> beautiful it's the golden hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. right um yeah. yeah so then you know and, and carlos is picking up bits and pieces as he's listening to these audio because he the nanny cam audio picked up the voice of Mr. Whispers. So he's able to like catch. So he's trying to figure out, I think, like when was the first time it appeared and then try and figure out like if there's anything said that could like connect the person to somebody else. And by morning time, he like jumps up with like, I think I got it. I think I know who And TK wakes up like, what the heck? What, yeah, and TK's what, what? like looking around like, what? What happened? <laughs> because he was like asleep on his shoulder and then carlos yeah. jumps up and he's like what happened so it was it was so funny like it was so like t- like i don't know like tarlos and like soft tarlos and like home tarlos so good very, very soft this tarlos. is the only real tarlos <sighs> thing we got this episode but like yeah. it was worth every second of it oh my god it was especially because we haven't gotten that we didn't get much we of that, last that season. Domestic. We haven't got that domestic feel, you know, and I love we, that we're getting. We got a little bit of it last season, like when TK was freaking out about, you know, like did he make the wrong mistake? You know, like going to become a paramedic instead of being a firefighter and stuff. Like we got yeah. a little bit of it, but oh, this is so good. And I'm like, I have a feeling we're going to get more of it throughout the season. I hope we do. Um, oh, I'm so here for every bit of right. it. So and I'm so here our, for like it without plot too, like just show yeah, us off. Yeah, exactly. Um. So with Carlos thinking he knows what it is, he goes to work, he goes to Detective Washington, and he's showing her video of the girl's nanny from like the previous year calling the girl Katie Cat. And that's what Mr. Whispers um, was calling the girl Katie Cat. So Carlos is under the assumption that it's the nanny has an accomplice, but then the detective is like, yeah, but forensics checked over the audio and they were able to clean the audio up from all the little messing around that had been done. And they figured out that it was actually her voice. It was the nanny, the previous nanny who had moved away. Well, well they didn't, she didn't, she wasn't convinced even then that it was the yeah. nanny, but when she played it for Carlos, he was like, it's her and right. stuff. And yeah, but she, she had been listening to all of this footage, so right. he knew, yeah, you know, yeah, they're talking about the nanny. Like a year ago, she moved away to be home, close to family during the pandemic, but then Carlos found that two months ago she had um, rented an apartment in Austin, and that's when the voices started on the nanny cam. Yeah, that's yeah. suspicious. That's mm-hmm. so suspicious. Like. Right. So, like, at the same time this is starting up, she rents an apartment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally normal. Right. Not exactly. Like, yeah. Th- it's just like, that's 
a huge coincidence. And obviously right. she would have the Wi-Fi stuff because she'd worked there for a long time. Right. People don't think like you have any need to change your Wi-Fi password unless yeah. you know it's been breached. Right. And Detective Washington's like, okay, well, you know, that may be her, but she wants to have like forensics check the audio and compare and do all this stuff. And Which, honestly, I know everyone's like, no, you need to go find the kid. But technically speaking, you need to have all of that backing you yeah. to take a case to court. Well, you know, that, exactly. Go, like, because it's a hard situation. To get right. A warrant. Right. Because like, Carlos, like Carlos said, he wouldn't wait for them to wait for forensics. But on the other hand, the only way for Detective Washington to get a, a warrant to even it, search the house you or the residence you have to have probable cause and all of them having possibly her voice on a nanny cam possibly saying the same nickname she used for her is not enough and then carlos is like well um he's like i've got more he pulls out his phone and shows her a clip of a uh, traffic cam of the nanny's jeep a few minutes after the fire started leaving right next like right near the the home so it's, Which and everything it's, combined is mm-hmm. probable cause. Yeah. Because like the, yeah. the traffic the traffic cam on its own would not be enough. Right. Because people can drive wherever the heck they want, but stuff right. but compiled, now, yeah, but now it's with, enough to go to a judge for a warrant. Right. Now with a visual proof that her her vehicle was that close within that amount of time, um, they're able to get a warrant. They go check out the apartment. They're not there. Um, but but Carlos but, finds the rabbit. But Carlos that recognizes stuffed the stuffed stuffed animal that the girl had in the video. Not to mention everything on the drying rack was still wet, so they obviously yeah. were just there. Yeah, which, so they had just yeah, left. No kidding. Yeah. Like so, either they got tipped <laughs> off that the police are on their way, or they literally just had left and were planning on coming back. Um, which was so, like the thought at the time, and then we figure out which it was later. Right. But um, and now that they have a pretty good idea that this girl is truly abducted, they put out an amber alert on the vehicle and the little girl. Yeah. <sighs> oh my god. Which like, okay, it's good for, it's good and it's bad because people see the amber alert as bad because, uh, the abductor sees the amber alert. Right. It tips yeah. your hand at the same time as it alerts other people. Right. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of just, like, yeah, you got to do that. Because, like, yeah. otherwise, how the heck are you going to find her? Exactly. Like, that's really a thing of, like, utilizing, you know, other people. So, um, once Ambular- Amber Alert goes out, we go to Owen, who's on a date with the chief of staff for the governor at this and nice restaurant. And we're just like, oh, I wonder where he met her. So, he's, <laughs> he's made a match on a scent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she seemed like a nice lady they seemed to have some stuff that was um yeah. they were really hitting it off at first yeah and I'm then not she sure brought up how i feel not, about it yeah she she brought up not liking matthew mcconaughey <laughs> and i was like mm, okay lady you need your head examined <laughs> just saying uh, honestly what? honestly i have no opinion about matthew mcconaughey because i don't really I've either never seen him at any time i don't i uh, feel like i probably have but like i'm not like a huge movie person so like there are very few people that are like in movies that mm-hmm. i'm like really obsessed with like honestly I really i've only seen him in a doritos ad i've yeah. only seen him in a doritos <laughs> ad that's it and i okay so be, before matthew mcconaughey came up owen asked her about um what it's like to be the chief of staff of the governor and like what it's like so 
Owen said was a a spoof on his previous uh, role in the West Wing. And so as soon as he starts talking about all these walk and talks about um, just you're walking and talking with a bunch of people and they're you're making plans about it. That's something they did a lot in the West Wing. And so that's kind of a nod to the West Wing. And so I have a friend who's super into the West Wing and she was like so excited when he said that because it was like a reference to him in his previous role, which on that role, Lisa Edelstein also played one of his. Um, that's, yeah. yeah. And she played a, 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 what did she play? A call girl hooker. So yeah, she was kind of seeing him for, I think a couple of episodes. Uh, yeah. So that's how uh, Lisa Edelstein and Rob Lowe know each other was when he was on the West Wing. Anyway, so that, that little tidbit was kind of cool. So for people who like the West Wing, I'm sure they got a kick out of that. I haven't watched the West Wing, so I don't know. Yeah, I neither. My friend was super excited. Yeah. yeah. And then fortunately the date doesn't go the greatest. They don't even get to order and they ask for the check. <laughs> And so they're while they're and the waitress is like, uh, but you haven't even <laughs> ordered anything yet. <laughs> they're just like, this isn't going well. Yeah. yeah. So um, they during the you know first discussion, they both get the alert on their phone about the Amber Alert, and Owen tells her, "Oh yeah, we were on the call of the fire." And um, so they're standing outside now, um, waiting for her their car, you know, from from valet. And Owen just happens to see the the. Uh, alert because we get a previous like clip of the abductor this former nanny um taking the girl to like a drive-thru to get her ice cream for dinner and the girl's like wanting her mom and just then the amber alert goes out and she's like freaking out so she's like taking off and we find that the woman is under the illusion that she's the new mom yeah she's trying to get the little girl to try and teach yeah yeah it's creepy creepy af yeah. But so like we find uh, out you know okay that's the motivation she wants to be her new mom yeah. and will not take it being said anywhere else yeah um, and so owen's date's car arrives and so as he sees the car he needs to go so he gets into her driver's seat and like she's like what the hell's going on he's like i'm gonna call the police he's like and he's like Great. do put it on speakerphone she's like this is kidnapping and he's like this isn't kidnapping it's carjacking (laughs) that's kidnapping kidnapping. so then he explains that they're following he's following it so they have to follow it the the kidnapper's car and so when they get on um 911 and they answer he tells them who he is and that they're following and they're like well don't don't interact just keep an eye on where they are don't confront the suspect at this time and oh it's just like i'll try the date's just like you'll try (laughs) okay i clearly don't know him the date's name is kathleen okay yeah okay i already read that somewhere just saying because we keep referring to as a date we might as well like Catherine. katie is short for Catherine. (laughs) so i'm basically so i'm being double haunted thanks (laughs) thanks lone star thanks oh my gosh we love it um yeah so next there's this high-speed chase through town that owen follows this girl and they're not really having any luck uh stopping her so he finally um cuts them off and they're like the woman's like what the hell are you doing because she actually gets out which was like oh this is is easier (laughs) but then when owen like confronts her and says you're not going anywhere and she she pulls a knife on him well even before that she says 
what the hell my daughter's in the car and i was just like that's not your daughter and, right. and her face that, just goes oh, her face yeah. goes white yeah. and then, like, then he's like step away from the car yeah, yeah. Pulls and out the say, knife. here's the thing pulls out the knife and okay i'm here afterwards after this i'm just like oh my boy because he disarms her and puts her in like an arm lock over the car yeah. and i'm like go owen yeah yeah like and she's like, this, so like how do you hate this right and then obviously Wait, people you know, hate this how oh yeah people do hate it um well and, and apd shows I'm- up so car carlos and and detective washington show up second another set of officers show up and they do kind of pull owen away and they're you know handcuffing the other gal we cannot miss the best thing i know the best line scene. i'm getting there so we're when, getting okay. there we're not even there yet yeah so owen's <laughs> like kind of stepping are. away and then so detective washington and carlos show up and he's like huh and so he kind of makes the connection she's like oh do you know him and he goes yeah he's it's owen strand captain of captain the, one, of the one, fire in you know, the 126 firehouse and um she's like and he's like and my father-in-law basically yeah well he says my father-in-law more or less more or less and i'm like Ugh. when that happened my heart literally sunk i was like, like but in the best second. way possible what? yes i'm like did we miss something where's this what I mean, he's right. He basically yeah. is his father-in-law, more or less. He is, basically. I know. Basically, yeah. I, mean, I love that, though. That was, like, one of the best lines of the show. <laughs> and it's just, like, uh, the whole interaction, like, because uh, Carlos is just, like, or no, um, Owen's, like, Carlos, and Carlos is just, like, Owen. And it's, like, yeah. okay. We finally get him saying Owen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I think it like finally happened like at the end of last season, but it's continuing. Right. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least he doesn't forget. Um, yeah. So thankfully they're able to arrest the woman and we get the next scene is the little girl is, um, well, actually Carlos makes a comment to Owen and Catherine to thanking them that for what they did, because now the little girl gets to go home to their, her parents. Um, and so the next scene is detective Washington and Carlos reuniting the little girl with, um, their parents um and it was like he was holding the little girl's hand and it was so cute to see carlos kids you know, like telling her i'm like okay you can go in now like oh and like i love, I love like the next kind of segment because like detective yeah. washington is like anyone tell you you are a pushy bastard and carlos being like well my boyfriend thinks i that i'm a control freak and she's just like he's not wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i love that she you know and then she asks you know have you ever considered taking the detective's exam he goes really you know like he hasn't and i felt you could see it in his face like he was confused and shocked because I feel like with what we learned last season about how he felt like his dad responded when he said he was going to be a police officer that he didn't feel like he was good enough to be a detective so he's never really considered taking the detective's exam yeah. so now that you know an actual detective is saying you should take the detective's exam you know and I love what she said she's like yeah she's like why not we could use a few more pushy bastards around here <laughs> yeah which was awesome yeah i love the whole thing because it's like yeah like i feel like with gabriel and carlos i feel like carlos has always just felt like he's like what he does isn't good enough even though his parents Mm -hmm. are proud of him right and stuff but like like he's one of those people where it's like 
everything amazing he does he just thinks it's part of the job and everything mm-hmm. wrong he ever does he's like oh i'm terrible yeah yeah also I'm a like, little bit like that as well so uh, like it's yeah hard. yeah no i agree and like i don't know i love the whole thing like yeah. just like yes and like it's like i oh, know we've talked Brias. yeah someone the three of us have talked i don't know if it's been on an auto on a podcast or just in general we've talked about you know detective reyes we've talked about carlos becoming a detective yeah i feel like i feel like we must have mentioned it somewhere because i feel like i feel like i think we put it on a wish list probably probably yeah yeah i feel like yeah i feel like it's come up in some capacity but we just don't remember because it was so minor so listeners if you remember let us know <laughs> Imagine. We would love yeah. to grab that sound clip. <laughs> be like, we were and just amazing. be like, we called it. We called it. We did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, and I really like that because I feel like that was very affirming for Carlos to see that. Hey, you know, maybe I could do this. And I think it would be really cool to have Carlos as a detective because in nine one one we have Athena as a sergeant, which. A sergeant is like still a patrol officer, but they kind of have the pick and choose of whatever they want to respond to. Like they don't have to respond to every call they're told to go to unless it's like a super emergency. And Carlos is right now just a patrol officer, but there's so many options if you become a detective because there's so many different types of detectives. Like Washington, the detective Washington often deals with missing persons, kidnappings, and- Like that's her unit. Yeah, so that's her unit, but there's so many other- um departments there's you know detectives for major crimes there's detectives for um i mean how many law and orders and svus and (laughs) that they've they've created and all those shows like there's so many plus he could go like crime scene investigation but anyways there's a whole bunch of different options he has and i think it would be really cool for the 911 franchise to um have that because we don't have that with athena she does right. investigations yeah. and she works with detectives, but she's never really you know, like an actual detective. Like every episode's a new case, but I would love to and see him going to work in a suit. Granted, it would be sad to not see him in a uniform anymore, but I'm sure TK would want to take the suit off of him every time he goes to work too. So there's always those benefits. <laughs> okay. See, when I message the chat with, because you had brought up like, yeah. we won't be seeing Carlos in a uniform anymore, but I'm like, but like consider this Carlos in a suit and y'all loved that (laughs) we did we do i was like you're welcome and now you're welcome listeners putting that image in your head yeah i I think carlos carlos dresses very business casual anyway so it's definitely not a stretch i mean we just saw him in a suit last up in three that's what i was just about to say like we've seen him in a suit Last episode, we, we also see them in some type of like Ugh. dressy clothing in general. So it would it would be great. Yes, we would miss the uniform, but like <laughs> there are other things. Yeah, and it's not yeah. to say that he wouldn't, because you know there are uniforms that detectives wear too. They just don't they don't tend to wear their uniform daily. Yeah. Um, but it would be cool because then we'd see a different, you know, he would still be responding to certain calls, but they would be more escalated calls than just somebody getting pulled over for a DUI or, um, you know, catching somebody who broke into someplace, you know, so we'd have a little bit more um, range in the show. Yeah, I'd honestly you know, cool. like to see him be a detective in something that hasn't been done for, like if he does something that has been done for, that's fine. 
but I'd almost like something that isn't overdone just to give us like something new. See, like I personally because because I think you do well in it. I want to see him missing persons. Oh, I agree. Me too. I do not see him going into homicide or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't see that being his route. And the rest of it, I don't know. There are a lot of divisions he could go into, but I really, part of it's because I want to see him work more with Detective Washington. I'd love to see him. Oh, yeah, same. Um, Yeah, you know, I know there's a lot of people that didn't like her. I like, I mean, I think she was doing great for the job that she was there for, you know, you know, she's not there to be his best friend. She's there to be a detective and, you know, detectives have to look at all the aspects of the case. They can't just like follow one lead and go willy nilly on certain things. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like I that might her. be, mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like that might be the one thing Carlos really has to out of himself is to look a little more at the broader picture. Just simply, you know, he was looking at it as, oh, I found this. And he didn't have the entire right. broad picture. He, he wasn't right. working the case officially. Well, and usually um, she had to take you- everything into account. Yeah, and usually when you become a detective, you work with a senior detective. So there's always going to be, you're going to have like on-the-job training in that way. And that, you know, your partner would help you. Because as a patrol officer, you have to kind of see the like the linear steps of, okay, you're here, you broke into this place, this is what you took kind of thing. Whereas a detective has to kind of look deeper into that, which is stuff he'd get trained on. Right, yeah. Um. But yeah, and so with this kind of storyline wrapped up, then our last kind of storyline is needs to get wrapped up. And so we get to Judd and Grace. Um, I believe Judd comes home from work again and Grace is making dinner and um, she tells him that he's going to have to do right by Wyatt, you know, if he does turn out to be Judd's son, you know. Um, and I appreciate what she said about, you know, if, if, if he is Judd's son, then he's family and she's, he's her family too, um, yes. which was probably took a lot for Grace to um, yeah. say, but I love that. I love that it was such a good line. Yeah, Cause she could have easily just been like, that's your son. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be any part of it. Like that's your thing. Cause some right. people are like that. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I would never expect her to be like that. Like, absolutely yeah. not. She just, need, she just needed to process it. She needed to come to terms with what her Understandably so. And obviously, yeah. obviously, she still got some of her own stuff to, like, work yeah. out as they figure out exactly what's going on. Right. But, um, no, she she's, if, if it concerns her husband, yeah. she's in it. Like, yeah, she's right. in it for the long haul. And I, and I think it's good to show that she's like going to be there for like the whole process. And when they kind of hug, Judd notices that there's more than two place settings at the table. And he, I, I initially thought they were having Wyatt over. I was very shocked when the doorbell rang. See, I didn't think that Wyatt would be over by himself. I thought that maybe that they were going to have the mom and Wyatt over. I didn't think mm-hmm. it would just be the mom. Yeah, See, I was I, really shocked. I thought Wyatt, not discounting the mom, but the, like the only person I came up with was Wyatt. Right. Um, I didn't even think of the mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was really shocked to see just the mom there because I would have thought that it would have been the mom and Wyatt. And Chad's obviously a little shocked but it was definitely awkward Um, it was very awkward but you know and and even she was like when she found out she was like she explained you know I guess Grace had called her and was very persuasive about inviting her over and very persuasive about her actually doing it and not like blowing him off so 
like go grace so grace is handling things um, she yes. always does <laughs> she's like, oh yes she's like this affects my whole family she's like we're, i'm taking care of this so go grace um and i love how like we hear charlie kind of in the background and then like their attentions on her and so she and grace actually voluntarily lets her hold charlie and it was very odd but good to see like grace was open because most new moms are like I'm gonna let anybody that I don't know touch my child (laughs) yeah but I feel like it was a good like connection thing because they're both mothers and I feel like it would have been awkward if she didn't at least offer it up yeah like I don't know it would have just like I don't think it was necessarily odd because I feel like they're both mothers and I think and obviously Grace knows that but I just feel Mm -hmm. like I don't know it would have been weird since Charlie was kind of brought up to not go there yeah yeah, I mean, like, you know, I I wouldn't be cool with just anyone holding my kid, uh, especially like two minutes after I just met them. Um, but um, you know, this was a she'd already been invited into the home, mm-hmm. so there was that. Um, and it yeah. did. Babies are good for icebreakers. So I was just know. about to say that. Yeah, I think it was a good icebreaker for them because we obviously we don't see the dinner. Judd had gone over to open wine and you know um you know so we don't see like what the discussion was um it the show ends before that but it you're right grace it was a good icebreaker but yeah like way it ends is like good in the sense that like she's holding her and judd's watching and like you kind of like see the look like he's kind of figuring out like oh this is what my new family is gonna look like or my new version of my family is gonna look Mm -hmm. like i don't know if it's necessarily like this is what it's gonna look like thing because they're still trying to figure out what it's gonna look like but i think he's kind of coming to terms with well okay something has changed now which is kind of what i mean by that yeah i figure that's about what you meant it's just kind of like okay things aren't going to look quite the same anymore but I think it's a kind of we'll fi- we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, obviously since we didn't see the dinner, we don't know exactly what was discussed, but as a friend of people who have adult children and younger children, the interactions with other adults, it's I, I can imagine that, you know, parents don't often want their children interacting with other adults without like boundaries discussed among the parents and stuff. So I feel like Grace and Judd were like needing to find out from the mother she wanted you know how far they wanted the relationship to like open up to um did she you know what you know and even find out like how did she find out she's pregnant when did she you know why did she not try to contact Judd again things like that um and and that was going to be a heavy heavy topic heavy discussions yeah basically anything that was going to be brought up was kind of implied yeah yeah, and you know what? It was probably better why it wasn't there at all because they needed right. to just yeah. talk it out without having the complication of like watching the words around yeah. kid, a kid that yeah. can understand them. Right. So yeah. then the next episode, we can see like through knowing that there was a discussion as to what that brings up next. Right. Yeah. Army yeah. does wonder if like we're going to get like directly afterwards. Yeah. Honestly, like I don't... if we're going to get some of the dinner, I don't know. I think I, I doubt it. Really I don't think yeah. so. I don't think so either because I don't no. think it would make any sense knowing what the next episode is about. True. Yeah, I feel like they just, they didn't like, it's still an open story because we're still going to be learning a lot about like what's happening, like what's going to happen with this. But I feel like this sort of part of it is kind of 
closed. Like, we'll get more details, but I feel like the idea of what they discussed was closed. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, all in all, I think the episode was, you know, a good one. It was, in a way, kind of a filler, because we did just have such an intense four episodes. So it was kind of a little bit lighter in some sense, a little bit creepier in other senses. (laughs) I, like, I never, like, I know, like, there are episodes that seem, like, fillers but I never liked to actually like standpoint as a filler because I'm like it was just like kind of there's like nothing a, wrong with fillers is there as long as no. they're done right like right. that that's not a like bad term to put as an episode it's just like oh yeah it it's kind of it's paving the way for what's come next right exactly yeah, yeah I don't it, it's not a bad thing to be a filler like I don't I, I I'm not thinking that way either too I just it's it was definitely some more one and done storylines like the the police storyline the kidnapping and then I mean obviously we're gonna see kind of where Owen goes with the whole dating situation I don't know if Um, I want to see where he goes with that if I'm being honest I we don't want to but we know we're gonna get it (laughs) and then obviously seeing like what is gonna come of this Wyatt storyline too yeah 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 I like like it was a good episode some of the details in this episode i don't like <laughs> like the you know the major story yeah. run up yeah don't like it still think it's bullshit mm-hmm. um i'm i'm not gonna be yeah. sold on it until the very end let's be real yeah um but like it was a good episode i honestly appreciated that it was besides the cre- creepy aspects it was pretty like straightforward light episode it wasn't like anything yeah. like major I mean we did just go through four major episodes of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. is uh TK gonna die even right, though we all knew exactly. he was going to die like um, just... yeah and then yeah agreed I I think we needed it to not be so intense yeah yeah Um, and like i i will happily i will sit down and i watch the entire kidnapping storyline without any of the rest of it and it will still feel like a full episode because that's what i did in my rewatch i literally skipped everything else and it still felt like a satisfactory episode i mean and for me it was i was happy to see tarlos because you know we know at the end of last episode they got back together um, and we see that they're being domestic, which means there's a solid relationship again. We know mm-hmm. that, you know, they're going to have things to work them. on, but to see them together was great. Um, I loved seeing them just like, you know, curled yeah. up together, like TK blearly <laughs> paying attention to what Carlos is doing, then just out. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. How can he fall asleep to that? I'm sorry, that not me. Yeah, I don't think he was true. fully awake to begin eh, with. He wasn't. He was yeah, just like he was half asleep. Asleep. Where's Carlos? Yeah. Where's I would um, even if I was half asleep, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep to all that. Yeah, that's true. Because like Carlos initially had head earbuds in, and then when TK came, he took the earbuds out, and then he's and then I because TK was like, you know, what are we looking at? and so he must have turned it up so the volume i'm like yeah so i wouldn't have been able to sleep through that stuff either um and then of course my favorite line is he's my father-in-law more or less that's probably my favorite line of the whole episode yeah yeah that uh that's one of my favorites i love it oh yes yeah that's my favorite i love it that was so good (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good. I'm 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 excited for next week's episode just because it's alien themed and I love that kind of stuff. So, you know. I'm excited for it because it's basically gonna be the ghost stories episode we never got, which we had been te- like talking about before right. this description came out. And I was yeah. like, uh guys. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, which is random that it's gonna be on Valentine's Day. Okay, like I really wish they would have just done a Valentine's Day episode. Like I'm kind of mad that they're not doing a Valentine's Day episode. Like you had the opportunity to have a full episode of Fluffy Tarlos. Yeah. yeah. Like um <laughs> But before we get into the talking about the promo, maybe we should talk a little bit about fan thoughts if we had any. Oh, yes. I have quite a few. Um, <laughs> what, did, what did TJ say? <laughs> oh, okay. Let yes. Me, what did TJ say? I love how you brought that up because I did. We basically, yeah. we have their fan thoughts and we have TJ thoughts. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. Uh, I don't. We recognize. Yeah, we recognize you, TJ. Yes, <laughs> of course. Because you guys like nobody. You guys know this, but nobody else knows it. I, TJ, and I talk extensively the night the episodes um air. Yeah. <laughs> so um which i TJ, love that you have someone to talk to about it because we don't even we ej and i don't watch it until the day after right we all watch it together <laughs> right right okay so um dj said it was good but judd's storyline is stupid owen date man feel like he could do better okay i agree i was like okay so we basically had the same thoughts because i was like okay i do think that storyline is very stupid like not here for it um and owen's date really don't care even if it was a good day i wouldn't care (laughs) so the other ones um somebody said really good grace was amazing she was heartbroken over the wyatt reveal but she wants judd to have a relationship with him the whole it's not fair speech was heartbreaking love seeing carlos working a case mr mr whispers was creepy and of course he's my father-in-law more or less heart Mm um i absolutely loved it although i didn't think um about judd having a kid was necessary it wasn't Mm-mm. no there was no, no part of that that was necessary carlos and glasses of course love um, yes also tk love. falling asleep on him while he works so sweet oh yeah i love it because those are like all things like yeah um we have said and we love warms my heart to see domestic carlos oh my god yeah uh-huh. And ready for more of it yeah well i'm sure we'll get more we know they're not gonna have an easy road they still have stuff to deal with but to see that them just happy right now is great and we'll deal with it you know as it comes but i don't think we'll get another breakup so <laughs> if they do i rebel yeah there we go i don't they're not going to that'd be so stupid and it would, oh yeah i agree but um yeah Once so is fine twice no <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I uh Tyler's end game, period. Always. <laughs> oh, a thousand Rafa percent. and Ronan have both said it. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll be yeah, the third person. We'll all say it. I yeah. Um, we'll say it. We'll be the third person. Yes. People. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh yeah. So for our next episode in three oh what's it, seven or six? Six. Six, six right? So 306 is an alien-themed episode called ATX Files. I love the, the mashup of ATX is the 
um, shorthand for Austin in X-Files. And so Owen, uh, Judd, and Wyatt go out in the woods and they run across some bodies that definitely don't look like they died naturally (laughs) and they have to uh have to figure out what's going on and uh, owen has a geiger counter that's going off crazy so they need to get out of the way the area or they'll get radiation poisoning tommy says i have a patient with acute radiation syndrome um we see a bunch of them dressed in hazmat suits um Grace is back at dispatch, so this must be a few months after uh, baby's born, so she's back at work. She makes a comment that uh, a lot of people are going to die because they don't know what the radiation is coming from. And then Owen's in some building or like an old shack, and like he says, like, something's definitely here. I believe there's um, mentions or something of like possibly Charles uh, haunting or visiting Tommy. It's like Charles is like, they're getting like weird things around the house with like mm-hmm. Charles and like, like, I don't know what it's going to be. I likely think it's going to be spirits, which is why there's a still of Tommy talking to the Curandera that Michelle mm-hmm. talked to in season one. Yeah. It's um, pretty crazy that both paramedic captains had to go see a Curandera. <laughs> just saying. Uh, yes, Curandera. <laughs> Is it crazy or are they just maybe they're just crazy? It must be the jobs job description. <laughs> and here I'm just hearing Eddie's voice in my head, like you you guys are like my abuela's neighbor's curandera. <laughs> that's so true. Oh right? my god. So oh my god. Like I'm excited for like that. I, I like, like seeing that they're bringing people back from season one. No, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like literally, like Detective Washington. It's the last time we saw her, mm-hmm. season one. Yeah. The Curandera, season yeah. one. Like, I really like it. Like, it, it. Let's keep it up. Yeah. Well, who <laughs> else could they bring back? So, please don't bring back that crazy neighbor lady. The racist lady. Yeah, let's oh, not bring I her back. Her, I I would have her back only for. <laughs> I would do. I think shits I and giggles. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I would have like, her back. Give her more comeuppance. That's I would have all her I would come back just for the fact of like them being like, "Oh, not you again," and then calling Carlos to arrest her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would okay, love but that. Ju- to me, I just imagine you know after she's like, "Take me to jail," and so she's waiting, expecting mm-hmm. a white cop to come get her, and then a white yeah. cop comes, <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. like come around full circle because um. Yeah. Well, obviously the neighbors were Mexican and uh and Carlos would be Latino, but still, you know, um general <laughs> or have her hurt and have to have Tommy, TK, and Nancy come and she would the hate that. One, the, the people yeah. tell her, yep, yep, yep. Oh, that would be good. Like Oh, it would be. It would it, be. And then and then TK beautiful. could say, ma'am, I'm still a homosexual. <laughs> My boyfriend can attest to that. Yeah. Oh, there's your boyfriend over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. But... He'd be like, oh, hey, babe. Yeah. Oh. Um, he would actually have yeah. a heart attack. I would like to see Colleen and Mabel come back. Mabel? Oh, Mabel? Yes. To see yes. what they've done to the new 126 times two. <laughs> she gave us the blessing oh, no, no. and the, oh, the no, pilot. No. Oh, no. We are not going to have a buck. We're not going to have the station 2.0, the station 3.0. We are not having .0. Sorry, I had to say that. 
station 2.5 then <laughs> oh wait i was so confused for a good second i was like what are we talking about i so, i knew i would confuse you guys <laughs> that's why i said it like that because i was just like oh, well, they, if they get what i'm saying like, uh, i well, definitely get what you're saying but like if and then when i, I expanded like, like, technically this would be firehouse 3.0 <laughs> Oh 4.0 if you think that because it was sitting for like abandoned for a while yeah but did we found that i don't know it's a good oh, question. so it's first version then it's remade version then it's blown up version and then that so sounds like is... book's life um yeah he's on to what four or five point oh anyways i don't <laughs> even know anymore <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyways uh all right. Well, well, thank you guys so much for listening and joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. We can also be found on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and almost anywhere podcasts can be found. On iTunes, please rate us and leave us a review. And I think you can do that now on Anchor as well. Um, it definitely would mean a lot to us to get some reviews. Um, you can follow the podcast on our socials at 911LS Roundup on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have a Discord server, which we've been having fun chatting on. Um, the link is in the description of the podcast and also on our Instagram bio. You guys can follow me, Katie, at FlowTarlos on Instagram and at 4LoveTarlos on Twitter. You guys can follow me, Grace, at RoninRafa911 on Instagram and at SheepGirl31 on Twitter. You can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on Instagram and Twitter. Bye. Bye. Bye.